Welcome to the Horror Babble Originals podcast. I Woke Up in a Box, Special Edition, written by Ian Gordon, sound design by Jennifer Gill, narration and ambient music by Ian Gordon. What? Where? Wait. No, no. Don't think. Just keep you cool. I listen carefully. Beyond the darkness, I'm pretty sure I hear voices. There's movement out there, and I'm moving. I'm in a box. Supine. A coffin, perhaps. Who's carrying me? Come to think of it, who am I? Can't remember anything. They're lowering the box. I'd better brace myself. Upright. Now what? I can still hear voices. Lots of them. Better keep my mouth shut for now. Just listen. Okay, I'm going to break out of here. I struggle a bit. Gotta be careful. Don't want to knock the box over. I raise a leg and kick. The wood splinters. Second kick. Shattered. Ah. A beam of light penetrates the box. Too much for my dark-adapted eyes. Ouch! Blindly, I thrust my body forward and burst out of the box. I land on cold cobbles. As my eyes adjust to daylight, I realize I'm surrounded. I have an audience. Why are these people looking at me? Some of them are smiling. Others are pointing cameras. Who are you people? I ask. Nobody replies. Uh, it's really cold. Strangers are wearing thick coats and scarves. I study my surroundings. The cobbled stones, the dark statues, flowing water, distant terracotta rooftops and gothic spires. I'm on a bridge. I've been here before. Charles Bridge. Prague. Several spectators wander off. What am I? Some sort of street performer? Am I supposed to know what I'm doing here? I look down at my clothing. I'm wearing a pinstripe suit. It's a deep purple. Velvet. I touch my face. Damn, my face is thick with white face paint. What the hell? As the last two spectators depart, I frantically search my pockets for guidance. There has to be something... Uh... Aha! What's this? A scrap of paper? Hmm. I unfold it impatiently. It reads, Don't talk to strangers, lest they talk back. Right. Uh, this is going to be interesting. No memories whatsoever, and yet... This has to be a joke, right? Gotta be a game of some sort. Someone's idea of a game, anyway. I stand there shivering, puzzled. Snow begins to fall... In the same instant, someone approaches. Oh, she's beautiful. Do I know her? She speaks to me. Listen, I'm not a stranger. She speaks with an accent, but I can't place it. Have I heard it before? I decide to play it smart. The note states that I'm not to talk to strangers. Doesn't say anything against listening to them. So, in response to her, I simply nod. She continues. There are three bridge towers. Two to the east 
she points towards the eastern towers, connected by an archway, and the old town bridge to the west. She motions towards the lone tower on the opposite side of the bridge. Once again, I return a nod. There's a sniper in one of the towers. You get too close, he shoots. I'm aghast, so shocked that I almost break my silence. Before I can think of a way to acknowledge her, she's walking away, engulfed by the thickening snowfall. Too close? I mutter to myself. I'm dead center right now, surrounded by tourists and would-be photographers. Who on earth would want to shoot me? Who on earth could shoot me on a day like this? Snowfall is much too thick for a sniper to target me, isn't it? Oh great, a father and son combo have spotted me. I'm not here to entertain you, I think, but I'm too cold and confused to voice the words. So, I'm not to get too close. How does one define too close in a game of life and death? For surely this is what this is. I'll head towards the old town bridge. The odds are in my favor in that direction, aren't they? Perhaps not. Perhaps that's what they want me to think. But that would be too blatant, wouldn't it? No, no, no. There's no point in trying to rationalize this. I've just got to get moving. I'll take my chances either way. I'm shuffling in the direction of the old town bridge. Some glance at me, others ignore me altogether. Caricature artists sit side by side, unperturbed by the ever-increasing snowfall. I hear the dulcet tones of street performers in the distance, an accordion and a washboard. Jaunty. Irrelevant. I approach with caution. I recognize the melody. It's typical of the region, but where have I heard it before? Here, in this very spot? Possibly. As I work to stir the grey matter, a man in a duffel coat approaches me. A scraggly beard covers his face. A grey streak permeates it. I'm not a stranger, he starts. I've heard that before. Here, he says, offering me a piece of paper. I nod and accept it. I unfurl it. It reads, You argue with me, and you'll never know your name. Argue with him? I don't even know him. Should I recognize him? Who are you? I ask. Greybeard shakes his head. I have something to tell you, he says, moving closer. I hold my breath. The girl who approached you, she's a liar. She'll approach you again. Trust her at your peril. I hesitate. Why should I trust you? Again, Greybeard shakes his head and gestures towards the piece of paper. It's all there, he adds. Just as I'm about to query him further, he retreats into the hazy snowfall. I study the scrap of paper. It's wrinkled, the ink is smudged in several places. The handwriting is unfamiliar. What is it supposed to tell me? The cacophony of the street band continues to pummel my eardrums. I can't take it. I'm returning to the center of the bridge where it's safe. Cold, but safe. I have to take action. I have to trust my instincts. A man without an identity has little choice in the matter. So I return to where I started. Face to face with the broken coffin. Bits of broken wood splintering the black leather brogues I'm wearing. From out of the misty white steps the girl the beautiful stranger with midnight hair and a pale complexion. Her breath on the cool air transfixes me as she prepares to speak. There's a second shooter. I nod, uncertain. What if everybody on this bridge is a liar? I gesture for her to continue. 
This one is on the bridge. The clock is ticking. Either make your choice and pick a direction, or wait for the second shooter to finish you off here among the crowds. Once again, the strange lady retreats into the snowfall. A second shooter? That's it, I'm screwed. I check the girl's note. Black ink. Typed. Absolutely nothing noteworthy about it. What am I missing? I study the handwritten note the bearded fella handed me. Perhaps the devil hides in the detail. An anagram? Look closer, damn it. You. Argue. Name. My eyes are drawn to the same words over and over again. There's just something about those strokes. A familiar flick of the wrist, perhaps? A shape nears me. As I focus, I see a tall, featureless character, his or her hand buried inside the unseen depths of a long overcoat. The shooter! I retreat. Turning, I trot haphazardly. I yell incoherently as I flee, shoulder-barging strangers and hand-balling photographers anxious to outrun my assailant. The odds are against me, though. Not only am I pursued by a menacing, lanky figure, but I'm heading east towards two of the three towers. I gasp frantically in a desperate attempt to fill my lungs with oxygen. I near the towers. The gothic monstrosities loom above the bridge, their spires heralding a fate unknown to me. The blank, glass-like glares of the myriad strangers I pass are piercing, seemingly aware of my plight, utterly heedless. And then I feel it, like nothing more than a whisper. I pause. There's a warmth in my belly. My hands investigate. My eyes follow. My brain lags behind. The warmth is wet. Smells coppery. Colored red. I drop to my knees, my eyes scanning the towers. Is someone up there? The other shooter? I see only the towers. Giant harbingers of doom. Tombstones. The girl with the midnight hair approaches. I look longingly at her, but the sensation in my belly forces me to the ground. It stings a bit, but at least it's warm. One last look at the note in my hand. Ah, those words. You. Argue. Name. Could it be? Cursive. Certain letters of the words in cursive. My blood-wet fingers string the letters together below the words. The result of my effort reads, Your game. And the words scrawled in blood match the words penned in ink. Both sets of handwriting. Mine. Mine.